Hey everyone, welcome for our Dual Shockers readers. Uh, so today we have the pleasure of having uh, Joe Shrewsbury from 65 Days of Static. They're here to talk to us about our the uh, the music and composition for the amazingly huge game No Man's Sky. Joe, how are you doing today? I'm good, thanks. Uh, thanks again, Joe, for talking to us. We're really, uh, really excited to hear more about the game and hear, um, you know, just what you guys have been working on with the game, which uh, seems like a lot. It's a really huge game from what we've seen, so I'm sure it's been a ton of work on your end. Yeah, it's been a huge project. Um, it's taken, um, I guess, three times as long as we thought it would, even though we knew it would take a long time. So it's been, it's been really, um, it's had a big impact on our lives, definitely. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, so I just wanted to start out, uh, if you wanted to just quickly introduce yourself and just talk briefly about uh, 65 Days of Static. Sure, okay, well, um, I play guitar in 65 and a, a little bit of synth, and um, we're a, um, a mainly instrumental band from the north of England, um, and we formed, um, I guess, almost almost 15 years ago now, in 2001, um, but I guess we've been releasing records since about 2004. Um, and we've done a whole bunch of albums and stuff that you can, um, you know, people can check out in their own time. But um, in, um, in 2010, which was sort of around the 10 year mark of, of, of us having, um, of being a, a band that toured, of being a touring entity, I guess being a professional band, we, um, we had a, a, a short hiatus and we decided when we came back that we wanted to, I guess, um, investigate some other forms that the band could operate in outside of a standard um, write, write a record, record the record, release the record, tour model. Um, and we so we started to pursue um, soundtrack work and um, we also did some sort of um, audiovisual um, conceptual art installations mm -hmm. and in 2013 we were um, lucky enough to um, I guess meet Hello Games who are developing No Man's Sky and the rest is um, the rest is history. Perfect yeah and um, so as I've understood I, I um, went through and kind of researched and looked at um, so your lineup so you guys have a pretty uh, you know diverse range of work where you have a ton of albums a lot of touring experience um, I also looked into um, the silent running uh, alternative score that you that you guys did as well um, so I was just curious about uh, as I understand this is your first uh, video game project that you guys have been working on correct that's right yeah um, so I suppose we we've always made music with a that has been fairly um, cinematic, but in mm -hmm. the early days we were, um, I suppose, quite energetic, um, naive, quite punky young kids who were making really, we were sort of trying to smash um, electronic music into like the best bits of the guitar music that was around at the time. So I suppose like we were listening to bands like At The Drive-In, and um, you will know us by the Trail of Dead and, and bands like this. I don't know if, if people are still aware of those bands. Um, mm -hmm. And then there was a bunch of, you know, great electronic music that we were, I suppose, that was we listened to in our formative years, like Aphex Twin and Square Pusher. Um, bands like New Order, we thought, were, were doing something really interesting with... with um, 
with um, I guess the live band that that had the electronic element to it and you know that sounds really obvious today but it was it was really different back then and it was a big um, it was a big deal for you know it was a it was a strange it was a notable thing that, that people hadn't done before if, if you were sort of making real punky music and then you had all this these laptops and, and glitch beats and stuff going off on stage mm-hmm. but I suppose we grew up and grew into something else um, we got lumped in with a lot of I suppose a lot of what's called post rock still um, which we which I guess was useful for people but we didn't wholly identify with with that genre or at least it seemed to have limitations that we existed outside of um, and I suppose the last seven or eight years we've been developing um, we've just been pursuing uh, I suppose a unique sound pursuing a feeling of of um, of progression over albums we, we're not really a band that likes to we, we never wanted to like master one thing and then keep doing it we always wanted to push I suppose how we felt that our musical vocabulary worked mm-hmm. between each other. So part of that was doing, as you mentioned, um, Silent Running, which is a, a great um, piece of late 70s sci-fi, if, if, um, if anyone hasn't seen it, with a really um, stubborn plot that probably wouldn't get made <laughs> um, these days. And we were invited by a film festival in Glasgow to to re-soundtrack that, which was a, is a thing that I don't know about in the States, but um, in in the UK and Northern Europe as well, it's that's been quite a, a popular thing for instrumental or bands out of left field to do, mm-hmm. to sort of break into the, I guess, the arts festival scene. Um, there's a big crossover there. So live soundtracking was a, has you know is, is a big deal I th- you know i think it still goes on a lot today but it's not the same as doing an actual soundtrack so um obviously we um no man's sky was the the size of the size of that was um was just <laughs> huge so it was a really big deal for us to get there but silent running was i guess one of the things that that we did that that, that fed into to to doing no man's sky and to having the confidence i suppose to to um to sign up to, to you know to say this is the, you know something that we can do yeah sure because i mean even um you know just looking at silent runnings like it shares a lot of like or no, at least no man's sky share seems to share a lot of that aesthetic where it has sort of a, a 70s sci-fi tinge to it um you know just the way it looks and and from what we've heard from the soundtrack so far how it sounds as well um yeah it's i i, I don't think that uh, silent running's a really interesting project because it was made very quickly, um, we didn't know we were going to make a record of that at the time. It, it was literally a sort of two-night festival appearance, and so um, we were quite um, brisk with the with, the, and we were quite confident, and we just sort of went with soundtracking that it was a lot more abstracted than um, the care we'd take over over an album. So um, I think doing that gave us the confidence to sort of trust 
our first idea rather than mm-hmm. like our thousandth idea, which is what we would do in making a record. You know, we'd we'd really um, get rid of a lot of material before we we decided where the album was heading. Um, but that was really useful for No Man's Sky because, of course, one of the main pressures with No Man's Sky was the was the time constraints. So, mm-hmm. so we, we had to write music really fast. Um, I, I I can appreciate that. Obviously, they're both sixty-five records, so they have some stuff in common. Um, I, I I hope No Man's Sky has is it is in a higher definition and has a um, a wider feel to it than than Silent Running because certainly the 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 techniques the the, the band that made it was very different to the band that made Silent Running. Um, but there's a lot of the of the um, of the first one in the in the No Man's Sky record, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to go into really quick that um, you know the, the sort of main idea of No Man's Sky is that it's this huge, expansive universe for players to explore. Um, so I just kind of wanted to know, um, you know, what you guys thought kind of going into this, and what were the challenges of creating music for a world that's so you know big and expansive? Because um, even the album is called, uh, you know, the uh, music for an infinite universe. So I yeah. kind of wanted to know, like, what were the challenges of making music for a <laughs> infinite universe? I guess that you know players will be experiencing it very differently. Yeah, it's it's huge. Um, let me just see if I can follow my train of thought here without confusing you. But um, yeah, sure. I, I guess the, the what we realised really early on is that what we needed to do was soundtrack not the um, not the aesthetic of the game, but the but the size of the game because mm-hmm. we felt that you know the No Man's Sky um, the the beautiful sort of retro sci-fi design that that game I suppose um, nods to would be very easily soundtracked by some quite, I guess, prog rock, spacey, um, quite whacked out stuff. But we wanted to, um, we were given the creative freedom really to do whatever we wanted. And I think one of the things we wanted to do was really subvert that and bring a more um, contemporary, um, malevolent a more visceral sound to the game rather than to adhere to to what we thought maybe it was supposed to do but instead to make hopefully make it even better by um i guess doing what what 65 do best rather than sort of second guessing what what hello games wanted mm-hmm. um, the procedural nature of the audio was is 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 a unique um part of the project and i think that um and a lot of this is said with the benefit of hindsight but a different band wouldn't really have been able to be involved at the level that we were or at least there are not a great deal of bands that i can think of that would have been able to step up purely because um half of us are involved in uh programming coding um actually building modular synths from scratch um the actual i so the workings of procedural music itself without actually making procedural music in the band so we were able to mock up a system using freely available software to, to test a lot of this out and we were also i suppose au fait enough with working with loop-based re- repetitive music as opposed to um 
linear composition to um, to be free enough to to feel that we were able to explore that side of things. And we hadn't done a lot of re- repetitive um, music, or at least we'd only used it in as a thought experiment to mm-hmm. to come up to come up with other compositions, which we would then, I suppose, harvest into into um, actual. Um, Arrangement, but we were nevertheless, you know, we've done enough of that to, to, to be quite free within that that paradigm. So, um, what was then even more interesting is that it was clear that what we actually had to do was not do that, but to write a record that did work as an album, as a series of compositions that um, that were um, arranged temporarily, if you want, with a starting a beginning and an end with, with hooks and melodies. But we also had to at all times hold in our head that we would then take that album and um, reinvestigate its component parts and use them as the jump off for this more um, upwardly scaled, um, I suppose, rhizomatic um, way of composing things where, where the instances of music relate to each other. So the first year was spent writing that record and the second, um, you know, once that record was, was recorded and mixed and mastered to the degree that you would any album, mm-hmm. we then went back into the Pro Tools files just, and just carved up the audio and, and added uh, a great deal more. And that's what we've been doing really since, um, well, f- for the last year, because, the, you know, the record was finished in, in, in 2015 and it's taken us till now to, to work with the game's audio director, Paul Weir, to to feed that music in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, so I guess comparing No Man's Sky um, to your previous work, what has that experience been like? Has it been has it been a different process compared to how um, you and the rest of the band normally write music? Totally. Um, although you know, we've the thing is, you 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 build up a, a, a way of working, and you you discard stuff that works, and, and you keep techniques that. Um, sorry, you discard stuff that doesn't work, and you 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 retain techniques that, that do work, and every project um, teaches you those lessons. You know, you never feel like you stop learning. So, No Man's Sky is is unique for so many reasons because it's a computer game, because it's procedural, because we had to write this record. But it but it would have been unique anyway. So it's hard to sort of pinpoint. Um, exactly where where one process ends and the other begins um i guess the album that we've made um which is more of a double album really you know is Mm -hmm. is one that we're really proud of and we feel fits next to um the 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 back catalogue the 65 days back catalogue you know it feels like a logical progression Mm -hmm. It's, it's also a record that i suppose leans more on previous work simply because we knew which aspects of our previous work um, the Hello Games guys had used to pre-visualise, to, 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 to pre um, to sort of imagine what the soundtrack would be like. And, and so we took a lot of that on board, you know, like the track Debutant that they licensed very early on. Mm-hmm. That was in 2010. But, you know, Supermoon... The, the first single from the from the No Man's Sky record, I think, has a, a lot in common with that track because we knew that Sean liked the the vocals. We knew he liked the the, the, the sort of hopeful 
um, way that the chord progression was used as opposed to to, to, to the darker stuff that we've written subsequently. But in the end, you know, we're really happy with how that worked out because it feels like it, even though it does nod to, to earlier stuff, it, it also um, sort of forges forward into the future in, in its own right. So, yeah, I mean, that's definitely um, a, re- a real positive. We're, we're really happy with the album. We're really happy that our name's on it. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, you know, have recently been able to play the game um, for for a few hours, um, which which wasn't something that we had access to during during the writing process, and um, it's firstly more it's it's better than I I could have imagined it would be, but but more than that, the the music engine that we've built, you know. There were a few compromises. There were a few hiccups. Um, there were some problems that had to be um, overcome to make it work. But it, but it, but it does work, and, it, and it's and it's amazing to actually be in the game and hearing the music in that environment. And obviously, no one's got to do that yet. But but when they do, and, and, and if they're fans of the album as well, I think what they'll find really interesting is that the the in-game music, while it's creating these sort of unique moments of music, it also um, the human brain does something really interesting in that it, it recognises that those component parts are, are from the record. So mm-hmm. they have this really nice symbiotic relationship where you've not, you're not hearing the album, but you're sort of hearing an echo of it. And, and that's really interesting. And obviously something that we, weren't, we didn't know would happen until right to the last minute. So that's, you know, it's really exciting. And um, I, I hope we'll have, you know, we'll, will be used as a guide for people making procedural music um, and in games and, and whatever to you know in the future. It's it's part of the wider conversation that's happening, you know, with the technology. Yeah, yeah, that sounds awesome. I um I actually that leads pretty nicely into what I was gonna ask uh, in a little bit. But um just about if you guys had any hands on time with the game, you know, either uh, before you had written the music or while you were writing the music and sort of how did that how that might have influenced what you were what you were working on or changed some of the things. Um, I think there was. I don't know if it was a conscious decision or not, but we were. We we pretty much saw what everybody else saw in those early days um, mm-hmm. of the game, which was you know a, a small amount of gameplay. Um, there were a couple of times when we saw um, either Sean or Paul Weir, the audio director, like in in the game, um, but we were never allowed to, I suppose, explore for ourselves at that point. Um, we then went into a period of writing that was really high pressure. We, we don't, we're not based where Hello Games is based, so right, yeah, we didn't see those guys, and we didn't have access to the game. And I don't know if that was a conscious decision, but it turned out to be a very useful um, parameter actually, because not being able to actually reference the game meant that we sort of had to imagine something much bigger. Um, you, you know, the human imagination is is however good these games get, they, they don't match what the human imagination is capable of. And that's a much better point to be writing music from than the actual limitations of, of what a game looks like. So um, that was really cool. I think then we did get to play the game um, after the album was finished mm-hmm. about six months ago. And um, at that point, we were just so 
concerned with how the music would work that we actually <laughs> spent most of our time in the game ignoring what the game wanted us to do or the possibilities in the game and actually just making music happen so that we could <laughs> test it out. So it wasn't really till about two weeks ago when um, No Man's Sky um, was, I guess, finished. I don't know if that's public knowledge, but... Um, uh, yeah, they actually they just announced they finished development like within the last couple of weeks, so that's okay. correct, yeah. So it was like the, it was the day after that they did that that we actually got to play for about six hours, um, and that was um, just amazing. It, it was amazing, because, you know, we, we've been waiting for this just the same as everybody else, mm -hmm. and, um, well, I'm certainly willing to say on record that it is such, it is so good, it's so good. <laughs> um, it's really good, and I understand that there's this, maybe this confusion in, out there and, but the, about what you actually have to do in the game, but I just, you know, it's, it's great, and... Um, I, I don't think people are going to be disappointed. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. We, it's it's you know people have been looking forward to it for about like three years now almost, and so I know it's one that's definitely been on on everyone's radar. Yeah, and you know I don't think you know that was I, I don't know I don't think they wanted everybody to wait three years. I think they genuinely just had this moment maybe a year or eighteen months ago where they said this is this can be amazing, but we we need more time to do it. You know, so in a sense there was. A, you know, that game was hyped. It was really hyped up like two years ago. We got, like, is it two or three years ago, we went out to Las Vegas to play the Sony thing. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, the hype was huge and it was almost too early because, you know, there's there's clearly some frustration with, with the wait, but I think it'll be worth it. Um, yeah. it. It was definitely worth the wait for our record. <laughs> <laughs> That's great to hear, yeah. I know, yeah, with the... Um... Yeah, with the game, the whole, like, they said that um, it should have about, like, 18 quintillion planets altogether. Just the scope of the game is huge, so uh, did, uh, did you guys have to write 18 quintillion songs to go along with it? Is <laughs> no, not, not, not at all, and, um, I, I mean, yeah, that, that's an interesting one. Um, I was in the game for five hours, I went to three planets, I was blown away. <laughs> it, it was like, you know, so um, the size of the game is... Is brilliant, but um, it, that's not quite how people are going to uh, interact in the game. Um, I think we will add more music to the game, though. I think you know there's an ongoing. Um, I think there's going to be an ongoing relationship with the game, which again is like so foreign to me as a musician. You, 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 you write the music and then you, you you capture it when you think it's it's at its best, and you release that as an album. And of course, those compositions continue to have. You know, they continue to evolve in the live arena, but, but mm -hmm. in terms of records, they're, they're snapshots of a, of a time and a place, but game, you know, games are so different, you know, the up, updating and stuff is such an interesting concept. Um, I think we will add some content over the next year if we're given the chance. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. But, um, you know, the procedural side of that was, is more of a, it's more of, it's part of that conversation that's happening in that technology, you know, that, like, it isn't, it does something that I think hasn't been done before, but I think there's still, there's stuff that people are going to achieve in the future. Um, I think Paul Weir, who's written the, the, the software for the game, has achieved something really, really special, but, but we're all aware that, you know, it's not about making the definitive thing, it's just about being part of the ongoing journey, I suppose, into into some 
human future. Mm -hmm. um, so with uh, how the, the music and what you guys wrote, will, um, sorry, I'm just trying to think of how to phrase this, um, will there be any variations on sort of the music and the style depending on where players explore? So like, if they go to one region, will they hear you know, one type of music oh, and maybe somewhere else? Yes, yeah, totally, yes. Um, sort of, depending on what's happening in the game, the, the, the music will respond. But, the, yeah, I mean, the music will also be making fairly unique iterations of, it, you know, it, it's, um, there, there, there's a lot, there's, there's stuff in there that is, you know, has echoes of other pieces of music, but, but for the most part, the game... The music will be reacting to, to what you're doing, and it, and it will also be fairly unique, you know. So, yeah, in, the, in that sense, it, it, it succeeded. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, can you talk about? Um, we know that like we, we know that we have the um, the game coming out on CD and vinyl, and there's also a European tour coming up. Uh, hopefully, other territories because I would love to see it here in the states. <laughs> so, yeah. if, uh, can you talk about those and just sort of what the experience of those will be compared to what we um, what we hear in the game? Um, well, we're working on the on the live show now, um, and you know we're not playing all of the music from the game because we have a bunch of other music to play, and um, I guess you know the 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 album proper is um, is much more. Um, it, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The the album proper is much more within our capabilities as a live band, but a lot of the soundscape stuff is much more abstract, mm. much more studio-based, much more experimental. So we haven't really decided how much of that we're going to um, we're going to put into the live show. But um, but the first half of the of um, the first half of the first album will you know will all will all translate and you, well uh, how to what what's to say about that? It's always exciting to play new music live. It's always super super cool and it's always nice to see how that fits into um the live show um and so far you know it's like we've played tracks like superman and asimov out a few times and, and it's just great it slots right in it brings something new to the show um i think we'd like to do something more procedural um live and we'd like to do something with some 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 of the visual elements from no man's sky but right now you know we need to see. We need to get the record out. We need to tour mm -hmm. really hard and and get to a point where we might have a, more of a budget to do that. Um, we do have plans to come to the states, but they haven't come to fruition yet. And um, as I guess you know, people can appreciate it's it's getting harder and harder mm -hmm. to travel the world. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you know, I don't I don't know what our perception uh, people's perception of us is. There's a lot of new people paying attention to 65 days from because of No Man's Sky, but, you know, we're, we're, we're not a big band. Um, mm -hmm. We haven't sold a lot of records. We're, we're a pretty strange, weird band. So all <laughs> of this is a, is a huge, exciting journey for us, you know, that can only... Uh, we don't know how it's going to end up, but um, it's it's been... No Man's Sky has been an amazing thing to be a part of. And the main reason for that, I think because we've been talking about this a little amongst ourselves, is that it's a it's been a chance to do something huge but that has a real creative well, I suppose I suppose a, a creative nobility to it and that mm -hmm. um, has 
gone through a lot to get made and has been it's been protected from being um, compromised I think I think that the the guys at Hello Games have set out to make something with a vision and they have they've they've stuck to that vision through thick and thin and they've also created an environment where we have been able to pursue um, a, a vision for the music that no one has been allowed to to um, to dilute, and so that that's that's what I'm most proud of them for, and I, I guess that's what's really made it a pleasure. Even you know, with all the pressure and all the hard times and all the deadlines and all the stress of is it going to work, it's never been anything but creatively fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll officially put in the request for a, uh, a New York concert if you guys uh, do wind up coming out of the West. Um, yeah. um, so I just have one more uh, kind of final question just to wrap yeah. up. Um, just to hear, um, what do you and the rest of 65 Days of Static hope players will sort of react or feel um, while playing the game and listening what you, to what you guys have created for the game? Uh, what, do you, what do you hope their takeaway is? Okay, well, um, I guess... Um, it's easy to get carried away with these things. So at the end of the day, you know, I, I hope people hear um, music that makes the game um, more compelling and more exciting than it already is. I, I, I think that the game, having played it, is very interesting in, the, in that you can really express yourself in the game and you can dictate what you want the game to be so if you want the game to be aggressive and 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 um and violent and quite tense then that's the sort of game it will be but there is a space in that game for something more profound more interesting i think and i hope that we have written music that comes halfway to to expressing those intangible aspects of the human condition that are, you know, that you can't put into words. Awesome. I think that's pretty much it on my end. Um, thank you, Joe, again for, for talking with us. Do you have anything else you want to add or, or just uh, sign off with us on? Um, just thanks for, you know, thanks for listening. And that just, I, I you know, I've been in this band for 15 years and, and um, I am, grateful every day that people want to listen to us so thank you for everybody's support awesome yeah i mean i'm i'm looking forward to the game very much and looking forward to listening here the more of the more of the music um so again thank you very much for talking with us and uh i think we'll we'll end it there thanks dude awesome thank you joe really appreciate it That's um right. i Have will great, hopefully see you in new york yeah yeah hopefully